0: with Zach and the Professor
1: on 107.9
0: The Fan Welcome to Leaving the Yard. Zach and the Professor here on The Fan 1079. How'd you get any news? Did you find out anything? Uh, you left to the sketchy, news update. Sketchy details
2: all I got. You got I, don't, I don't go with anything. I don't have more than what I got. All right. Say that again. Say that again. I don't go with uh, more than what I got. Sad. Sad. I just don't have enough. <laughs> so, I wouldn't I'm, know that. Well, that's a, I like that, a- that is the case sometimes. Right. Sometimes you don't have enough. All so right. We're going to leave that alone. Okay. i tell you uh, who's going to bring it, though. Who's got enough?
0: Who's going to bring it?
2: Uh, you got us a guest today.
0: Well, I got us a guest every day this week, except for uh, three for Thursday.
2: Oh, okay. I'm glad you got that clear for me. Every day? Yeah. All right.
0: I'm working this.
2: Because uh, you know, that's, that's pretty impressive you got us... Uh, I guess today, uh, who who could just carry the whole presentation if you needed to? That's true. A, a man who knows the sports. That's true. A man who's been bringing sports to the folks here in Tercer County for some time.
0: Yes. So
2: uh, I'm kind of going to say his name. Or are you just going to? No, no, I, I, don't, I don't ever say people's names. <laughs> I don't have enough.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Sutton is joining us at five. Tsk
2: Sports. Yes, Kevin Sutton. Yes. Yeah.
0: Just a heads up. Really invited him in uh, to weigh in on the baseball thing. There was a big baseball thing that happened late last week, and uh, he's a man who's been around there. And around are, he's an all stuff. Uh,
2: he's he's been a Legion guy around here for a number of years. I think he's retired from that, but for many years he yes. was, and he's been around guys in and out of the college game, including his own son, making the transition from high school to college. Yes. And, uh, I think he's an excellent source to discuss that. That's
0: so what we're going to do it at 5.30. Of course, we're talking about the uh, the Texas Tech J.M. Long story that broke last week. We're yeah. not going to talk about it a lot now because we'll talk about it in the next yeah. half hour. And
2: Kevin and I talked about it uh did a segment this morning on it it's, Excellent. it's a very topical subject
0: seems to be yes tomorrow madeline hallford and some uh, volleyballers from tamu are going to be hanging out with us
2: oh that means tall
0: girls it means we got to lower the chairs down uh,
2: no no no, no. Uh, yeah they look very regal they're tall and regal right, we
0: got to lower the chairs That's down. Useful. they'll tower over the microphone uh,
2: whatever but they'll uh they'll be in here and uh, yes we won't be uh, Smart off to them. They'll plant you with spot, one. Yeah. plant one right on your own nose. There. That's. What I don't they want are. that. Yeah. Maybe maybe they got a setter. Maybe it's a libero. We don't know.
0: Okay. Wednesday, Brandon Lane. Yeah. Talk a little Redwater football.
2: By the way, Texas High girls have their uh, first game tomorrow at, down in Atlanta. There you go. Just a heads up.
0: Okay. A heads up.
2: Heads up. All
0: right. Anyway, that's what we got going on this week here on Leaving the Yard as we uh, roll into the dogs of August.
2: Well, no. We had this cold front come through today.
0: Yeah, It was nice out for a while, it but was, no rain it fell. It was so cold today. Uh-oh. How cold was it?
2: My panhandler down there on 7th Street, yeah. at, at yeah. the oh, yeah, uh, yeah. John Jarvis Parkway Loop there at yeah. 7th Street, out there every day. Today's wearing flannel really yeah that's how cold it was today. wow my panhandler had to put his flannel on for today
0: okay yeah it was like 88 wasn't it <laughs> i
2: don't know This
0: was in the 90s wasn't it, it didn't make the well, 90s it now the sun's out it's hot yeah. now but it was nice this afternoon you know, when i came through just now the man was wearing flannel i almost thought about cutting grass today why because I, well, I did it saturday or sunday I'm well, why would you it cut it again because well, it was so nice it felt like a wasted day not to be out there cutting some grass <laughs> just saying no well, shouldn't you be at work today I should be. But under this new deal, I've got not so much. Oh, you got the new deal. The new deal. That's right. Waiting <laughs> mean, for a little Social Security next in my new deal.
2: Right. You know, that's only intended as a supplement to other incomes. Well, a lot of people are eating that portion of the. Yeah, and for if you worked as a teacher in Texas, thank you. It's a very small.
0: Very small. Most of Very small. I don't know who's the genius that came up with that idea. And that be listen.
2: your uh, United States congressman
0: who sold you out. <laughs> Which one was it, by the way? No, all of them. All. Well, had to be one who had to start it. Yeah. I got a good idea. Let's not give Texas. This te-
2: delegation didn't stand up for their uh, their Texas
0: teachers Imagine that. There's a shocker. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I got more. I, I'm not even going to gripe. I, I got a gripe. I'm not going to do it. No, I'm not God. doing it. I'm not going to do it. you am be a happy guy. Nah, I am a happy guy. I'm Man, not it
2: works do it. every other day now. I ought to be a happy I, guy. I
0: hadn't really started it yet. Today was the first of the days I didn't go in. Yeah,
2: We picked a good one. I,
0: <laughs> yes, I did. I
2: had to go Tuesday and Thursday.
0: Well, I am going go to go tomorrow. I probably will go tomorrow. And Wednesday and Thursday. Oh, you may decide Friday I'm not going to go. Well, it's it's an optional thing now. <laughs> well, you know, I'm kind of playing it that way from the in-service days. Okay. All right. <laughs> it's kind of a potpourri All of right. your own. That makes sense. Yeah. Anyway, we got sports stuff going on today. A lot uh, of stuff. Uh, you know, uh, we start, as, as Jordan Angel always requests, more soccer. We need more soccer Football. in our life. Football. I, uh,
2: I have a... Uh... Well, she was your former st- student, st- too, uh, uh, Nicole George When We Knew Her. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nicole, who we got to visit with last summer, mm-hmm. more importantly, got to visit. She's here now, I believe. Yes. Um, she uh, she posted a video of her son last night Ooh. wearing the number 10 Messi jersey oh. at the game about six rows up, and right in front of them, uh, she posted the video, I guess her husband uh, filmed last night. There were six rows up right in front where Messi hit the the free kick last yep. night. Uh, he's in the ticket industry. He, he's he's he got a company that.
0: He's got connections. Yeah. Let's just do that. I said, You
2: can get to go. She said, No. I'm in LA going to Taylor Swift tonight. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> it helps. I'm living.
0: That's all I know.
2: Husband in the ticket business. Yeah. I'm Husband in son. We're at Messi tonight. She's seeing Taylor. Is
0: this new American fans to the game? Is Messi's presence. Is this Pele 2.0?
2: Yeah, it's a pretty good analogy. I think very similar to the effect that uh, Pele had on the North American Soccer League back in the
0: 70s. Yeah.
2: Because then it was such a new thing, uh, a novelty, uh, American fans uh, and soccer. The. uh, Today, while it's not a novelty, I think last night, uh, Toyota Stadium was stuffed to the gills or whatever they're calling it now. I think it's still Toyota uh, Stadium where FC Dallas plays. It holds a little over 20, 22, something like that. It was stuffed. Probably would have been a crowd on a Sunday night, on a hot Sunday night, 15,000 between 15 and 20. They draw okay. Still a good number. Yeah, they, they, they do well over there. Um, you know, that's part of – it's the Hunt family owns that. Right. And they've, they've got a great stadium, and the soccer hall, American Soccer Hall of Fame is there. Right and there, that's right. So, uh, and it's a really cool venue to go hang out for a Sunday evening and have a cold drink and, and watch uh, America's version of soccer. But they would not have been the lead story on Sports Center. Probably they would not, not have uh, stuffed the park last night and made it a hot, difficult ticket to get. And so, all that's an effect of Messi, and the fact that he's being so dominant. You know, Kevin said this morning it would be like LeBron going down and playing in the G League.
0: Is it that big a jump down?
2: It's a pretty big jump down to. Uh,
0: See, is American soccer that bad?
2: Well, G League's pretty good.
0: Well, G League's pretty good, but it's not like NBA.
2: How do you compare the G leagues to the European leagues?
0: Well, I don't know. That's just it. I don't I, I think that, they're as
2: good as most European are leagues. Are they? Yeah, I they think don't so. Know that they are. If they have guys go up and down during the season. How often do you see guys come in from the Israeli League? Well, that's there? a little different. I'm though. just saying, if yes. you compare it to the international leagues, well. I think the G league is one of the top non NBA leagues in the world. Okay. And so I think you're pooping the G league. I'm
0: not pooping the G it, league.
2: i MLS. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, yeah. But, uh, uh, well, that's just it. I, I'm, I'm not sure how far below the Premier League the MLS actually is. It's not pretty, being a huge fan. Low. Well, that's just it. How are we talking about guys that if, if we, if we rank this, if, if the Premier League was the major leagues, how far down guys, is MLS is it? Double A.
2: Only a handful of guys make the leap. You know, is it
0: single. A? Like, no,
2: no, it's it's more than single A, but I I think double A is probably pretty good. So old man mm-hmm.
0: Messi's just coming in and playing around with guys at double A.
2: Yeah.
0: Should that be a lead story okay. then? Should that be a lead story? So much better than everybody else on the field. Should that even be a lead story on ESPN at Sports Center? Well, if um
2: let's see the best uh, uh, American baseball player Otani <laughs> Okay. <laughs> when played in the Japanese league. Okay. Would, would, would that be huge news all over Japan? Well, yeah. Would he be the lead story?
0: Well, he's he's Japanese. <laughs> I don't think Messi's American, is he?
2: Cal today was funny. Cal today was talking about the fact that Akuna and uh, Otani are the best MLB baseball players. Okay. He named off... The four
0: best uh NBA players, NBA players. not American. Not American. <laughs> Embiid, Giannis. It looks like George. the best
2: MLS player is no longer American. not American. <laughs> it's good we got that football.
0: <laughs> Jeez. Did you stay and watch the women yesterday? No, I didn't stay and watch the or women. Get up early and watch them? No. I just well, wondered. Uh,
2: as I told Jordan today, Jordan was on my day because I didn't I'm not in love with zero zero soccer.
0: It's pretty hard to be in love I with want it.
2: offense. When I watch basketball, I like offense. Why I like the NBA more than I like college. When I watch football, I'd rather watch, you know, the Big Twelve lighting up the scoreboard. I I don't
0: crave zero zero soccer. It's nil nil. If you're gonna do it, do it right. Uh, because, nil nil Because I Nil. It ain't Jack. Ain't nobody scoring. Oh, I know. It's. It, I'm. 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 sad today about the heat that the uh, that this team got in not advancing. What heat? There's a lot of social media heat on them. For, That's
2: just the. A- angry old white guys that are happy today
0: no I, and and that's sad it, that's a sad state of affairs when we're happy about our and, national and kevin, team didn't win
2: and kevin was very really clear today he he. kevin is one of those angry old white guys it's kevin's old well you know, when it comes to women's soccer he's very really old <laughs> and uh he said it's basically he just doesn't like Rapino.
0: well no she's i, I, I get,
2: she's no she's changing she, her face he doesn't like repeating She
0: doesn't it. know her role is the problem. She doesn't. That's yeah. it. That's that's for angry people. That's yeah, the problem. Angry, she I doesn't guys. know her role. Yeah. She challenges her, her yeah. role. And I'm sad that we've got people it's, celebrating that our national team didn't win because they're angry about a woman who, quote unquote, doesn't know her role.
2: Well, to me, it's funny that it's, uh, and as I said this morning, I would never argue that women league players make what men league players make. But I will argue the U.S. women's national team deserves equal pay to the men because of the success on the field.
0: It's a national team. Yes, it's not a league. It's our national team. if, If they weren't
2: successful and nobody was tuning in to watch then I wouldn't make the argument for it. But people do
0: tune in to watch. I'd make the argument either way. And, if, they're okay. repre- if, they're, if both of them are representing our country as a national team, they ought to be paid the same. The end.
2: TV pays for things. I get
0: that. It's not like we're talking about, oh, my God, the pie is so small, we can't spread it enough for the men and women to get equal pieces. It's a pretty big pie. You the know, American I- national mm-hmm. Olympic committees or World Cup committee they, they got enough money. I
2: had a problem when OKC wasn't providing the place for the softball teams to dress, and it yes. wasn't adequate. I had a problem when NCAA women's basketball tournament Embarrassing. was crappy and didn't have... That I have a problem with.
0: Yes. When
2: it comes to the actual pay... Those who draw better TV numbers
0: make more money. Well, That's for, just how it works. Th- those organizations work. T- Soccerball and basketball aren't paying. Yeah, they are. Now, yeah. they are. now, now they're yeah. not. Now, NIL, but I'm talking yeah. about the national hey, teams um, should support men and women equally.
2: I was having a, a conversation with my daughter this week about one of the gymnasts who, she's very highly paid now, is one of the top NIL uh check receivers in the country right now is it livy dunn yeah
0: yeah from yeah. lsu
2: and she's selling sex yes yeah but that sells
0: well that's fine but that's not what we're talking about i'm talking about the the, um, the um, united states ought to compensate national team members the same the end but the end if
2: women's gymnastics is running better numbers than men's gymnastics do they not deserve more money than men?
0: What wait, I don't understand what the numbers part is. This isn't a league. This is going against no, the rest that, of the world, and our, our no, men and women no. ought to be paid the same.
2: You know since the Olympic Committee gets their money from television. Yes. Sponsors and television. Oh, I get it. Do you think the women don't draw better numbers?
0: Do you in, think in gymnastics? They, sure they do. Do you think they don't have more sponsorship? In gymnastics? Sure yeah. they do. And so they shouldn't get more? They ought to all get the same. If you're if you're representing the country in a sport, then everybody, men or women, ought to be getting the same amount of money representing the country in that sport. I'm not talking about a league. I'm not talking about a private entity. I'm talking about the country's Olympic teams or national teams, men and women ought to be getting the same. All right, comrade. I'm not I'm saying in everything. I'm saying the same they ought to be getting the same they're putting in the same amount of time they're training the same why would we give so one the, the other
2: women gymnasts are doing better they deserve more money
0: i'm taking a break kevin Sutton's coming up in about uh, 15 minutes the uh, pac 12 as we know it is pack four there's no telling if by the time we're done with the uh, commercial break it's still around We'll come back and chew on it in a minute. Leaving the yard, of the professor on the fan. One zero seven nine. Welcome back. We got uh, 20 minutes after five, leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor here on the fan 1079. You know the mantra, live radio, all plans are soft. Typically, we get guests. uh, I I schedule them for 530. They always show up early. I don't know why I just don't say 515. Kevin Sutton joining us live from a very nice shirt, TXK Sports. You're repping the, uh, the organization. Well done. Definitely. Wife makes all my material do what the wife makes all oh, of them. she makes
2: those you, you didn't think we were going to give you your airtime introduce you had to wear a billboard in here
1: oh no this
2: <laughs> is like, everyday thing okay it's good luck appreciate it obviously didn't bring any
0: extras no but- i noticed
2: <laughs> that because <laughs> you got to be picky about who you have wrapping your uh, swag exactly right? you won't you won't cool hip people wearing your stuff no, that's- we do
0: give away a lot of gym stuff Yeah, Yeah, I don't know anything about that. that What's a Jim? Is this some guy I don't know, Jim? That would not be us. Kevin Sutton in here today. We're hanging out because actually I reached out to you this weekend because certainly last week the Texas Tech decision to no longer, I guess I'm going to say honor the offer they had given to uh, Pleasant Groves baseball player J.M. Long kind of blew up in town on social media. And this is not the first rodeo, certainly, of hearing a school saying, yeah, we got you. And then all of a sudden, no, we don't. We know that happened to Jackson Halter a few years ago over at Texas High. There have been other examples, certainly, but um, you're intimately close to this. I mean, you've um, you've been around sports community for a while. you got a son that's a baseball player it is, is did J, did jm long just get done wrong and is he just a, a a rare example or is this kind of the way it is um yeah he did get he was done wrong,
1: but he is not an exception to the rule anymore um he's not a rare example we're starting to see this more and more um transfer portal nil um something that one that people are not talking about the um the absence of ACT testing now ACT scores giving people the opportunity to qualify to go to any college not having to meet academic standards which is causing people to move around even more you know due to COVID Um, this is becoming a norm I mean if if you look at college baseball you know you got 55 to 60 kids on a roster you got 11 position players playing and you got about 15 pictures you got another 40 guys that's in the stands or on the bench or chasing foul balls. And this doesn't matter if you're Division One, Division Two, JUCO, it, it doesn't matter. Um, today, it's about winning, and these coaches have to win and keep their jobs, and they're gonna do whatever it takes from a scholarship standpoint, standpoint, from a player standpoint, to put the best team on the field or to get the
0: best team on campus and and right now it's cutthroat i now, mean we know there aren't many baseball scholarships when I mean, we've had this conversation before we've had a guy on the air with us before who talked about uh a book or a magazine no, he or made a d1. Actual d1.
2: documentary yeah that's right yeah.
0: that's right yeah d1 11.7 scholarship which is
2: ridiculous it's
0: ridiculous but yet we're talking about and, and of course uh, there's a whole lot of stuff here to try to sort your way through we know that Parents, and we've had this conversation a lot, parents aim their kids toward baseball, thinking that's a track to college, that's a track maybe to a professional sports career. It's a it's a hard road. It's a hard road. There's not many college, college scholarship opportunities. It's a long path to be able to get out of college and playing and get to the majors and play and be able to make money doing it. It just feels like, it's a cattle call. I know the NFL used to have this, or the college football world used to have this. It feels like baseball, maybe more than anything else, right now.
1: I think, yeah, I think baseball is probably the, one of the most difficult sports to get to the professional level. Yeah. Um, if you look at what's happening right now, I can give you an example of what's happening right now when it comes to scholarships. Um, I, I gave this example the other day to um, the American Legion team that I'm not over anymore, but I talked to the parents and to the to the students. Basically, I told them I was Coach Scarborough. I'm the the baseball coach at Louisiana Tech. Okay. And I want you two guys plus two other guys. Okay. All right? Uh, I've offered all four of you scholarships, all right, to come in, and I want all four of you to play play, um, shortstop for me. Well, you're my number one guy. All right. You can commit. You're my number two guy. You can't commit. And number three and number four, you can't commit either. But all four of you have scholarships. But none of you can commit to my school except for you. Right. All right, so you decide you're not coming to my school you're going to go to Louisiana you're going to go to lSU, LSU okay, right. so you're off to LSU now, my number two guy, yep. you can commit number three and number four, you still can't commit. Mom and dad is still running around Tetra County with all the Louisiana Tech gear on the hot their hats their, their, their glasses their gloves, Are we posting stuff on social oh, media putting everything on social media. we're all excited because oh, yeah. we, we have all so what
2: what do you if they can't commit you're saying they're only getting an offer. Yes. And so if you see someone on social media that says committed to a baseball scholarship, that means they're the first choice. And no. they can commit or they're just using the verbiage commit and maybe that coach isn't. Yeah. The coach
1: is with baseball's a little bit different. They're they can verbally commit, but it's it's really no different from football. You, you you're verbally committing, but it doesn't mean that you're the first offer. So what happens in my scenario, again, let's say you two guys can't commit. um, You can commit, but three and four can't commit. Or you go off to Arkansas. Now, three and four, um, number three, you can commit. Number four, you can't. Parents are still running around all happy because this comes back down to the parents, like Carpenter was saying this morning. And so you guys are all excited because you two have offers. Well, I get a call from Texas Tech, and their number one shortstop wants to transfer. So come on over here, and uh, you two guys, neither one of you have scholarships, and both of you go sit down. Neither of the four guys came to Louisiana Tech, and I got the transfer guy.
0: How do we That's, fix this, Kevin? You, you can't. You can't. You can't cap how many offers they give. You can't cap. I mean, once Something. you start saying, I'm, I'm, giving, I'm offering you, then there should be some kind of a deadline date where both parties are committing to this arrangement. Can you remember way back in the day, and
1: this is with football, if someone, off, let's say someone, let's say Texas made an offer to a player. Texas didn't make the offer. Texas submitted the offer to the Big 12. The Big 12 submitted the offer to the kid. Okay. And that's what made it o- official. Okay. Now, a lot of people want to go back to that. That way, you can cap and you can control. Sure. Um, I was looking at University of Arkansas with football here, but it's the same thing. Um, signing day. Not the early signing period. Early signing period, I think Arkansas signed like 21, 23 players for the entire class. I think they signed 29. Okay. On signing day, knowing they're not going to sign but five or six other players, they still had 357 offers on the table. (laughs) This is what parents and kids don't understand.
2: If we changed it to where... Because part of our problem is you can't have a binding agreement with a minor. You, You... when you enter into a contract. You know, in the old days, baseball scouts would come to town, find a kid that could play, offer them a minor league deal. They'd sign that day. Wasn't worried about a draft, wasn't worried mm-hmm. about anything. Both parties signed a deal. That day, you had a binding agreement. But we're talking about offering eighth graders, ninth graders. You can't, you can't bind them at that age. Correct. And so, as long as that's part of the law, I don't know how you fix this. So, how do you slow it down? If you're,
1: a, I know there's a couple offers to some PG kids or eighth, and ninth grade to Arkansas. Sure. Like Carpenter said this morning, I'm just going to be honest. Don't verbally commit to those. the The likelihood of you playing there is so slim. Well, it, the verbal commitment doesn't mean anything anyway. Well, what happens, they verbally commit, and then they shut off the rest of the world. Right.
2: Yeah. What these. Which I these, don't understand why you do anyway until the best deal is on the table, the, the best moment. Because you
0: that, think exactly. that's the best deal you're going to get. It's your dream school. They just offered me I'm committing. It's your dream school.
1: You want to post it on social media, yep. mom and dad. Around in the Arkansas shoes and shirts and sweaters and hoodies and all that stuff, and and that's that's a problem. And Carpenter kept talking about it this morning with the parents. The parents, it's a lot of image there, but get in where you fit in, okay? That's one way to slow this down. You can look at yourself and say, "Hey, I am not a University Arkansas Razorback. I am not a Texas Tech Raider. I am not." capable plan for one of the top three or four schools in the country let's be realistic here there's a lot of baseball players in this country i'm not there yet maybe i'm undersized maybe i'm not fast enough i'm not strong enough you know let's leave this recruiting open let's see what i grow into but to shut down your recruiting at eighth ninth tenth grade and now nobody sees you and then two weeks before you go to school hey there's no offer on the table because somebody big and better they've been wanting, came in, somebody that was supposed to go to the draft that didn't get drafted where they thought they were going to get drafted and found out they get more NIO money than they would draft signing bonus, comes back to school. Well, he's going to keep that that senior citizen-type player. He's going to keep that experienced player, and we're going to drop the younger guy. Do,
0: do we go back to Major League Baseball and say part of this problem happened when they bumped the draft back into July? It used to be the first week in June. We were down in Austin over and over again, and we would had kids playing or teams we were playing against in the state semifinals and finals finding out that week they just got drafted, first week of June. Now we're in the middle of July yep. before we're finding out, and so a lot of these kids that had supposed offers They're not knowing for sure if, like you said, the starting shortstop at the university got drafted or not Mm -hmm. or got drafted high enough to decide to go ahead and go or to come back and stay. Uh, Major League Baseball maybe needs to help this by moving that draft back another month where it used to be. Where
1: it used to be. That would definitely help because when you you have guys – this happened not this past season. Yeah, this past season with Arkansas. You had guys that were draft eligible. They knew they were going to get drafted, but they had another year of eligibility for baseball. And it came down to, okay, where did I get drafted? How much was my signing bonus versus how much NIL could I get? What do I do?
2: Which is so, going to be part of the, the landscape now. Yeah.
1: Which means some high school kid is going to lose a scholarship. Or high, some high school kid is not, is not going to play. The other thing we have to do to slow this down is, and we don't always know the truths here in town, and I know that all of these signings are exaggerated.
0: Okay. oh yeah we, what, we love the heck out of those we things. Have, we
1: have a lot of signing days yep. and we have very few letters to sign these kids that are walking on you, you have no scholarship you have you have you have no chance there's no difference between today there's no difference between a walk on and a preferred walk-on I prefer walk on. This is basically a guy that said, "Hey, you know, if we have a scholarship guy drop out, if we get some extra money, we we'll, maybe we'll give you some." If
2: you got there and somebody else passes you by, you you're still not going to get you, it. You're
1: not going to get the money,
2: even even if you
1: grab a starting position, you still may not get scholarship money right. in baseball. You know, but we we have to be realistic about these things, and I think the signing days we have, we have 30 people signing we got three people signing letters of intent yeah it's sending a missed message to kids and to parents that hey this is easier than i think you know i can get if he can go to this school i can go to this school we, we got guys here that are trying to go to d1 baseball that can't even play out here at texas a&m right but the parents and the kids, you need to go out there and watch the Texas a and so You need to go watch the Henderson State's. You need to go watch the Louisiana Tech. You need to go watch the the um, UALR's, the Lord D1's. You need Arkansas. to go watch yeah, the, the um, Universal Arkansas and see where you fit in. And it's very hard. I don't care how good you are As for 18-year-old to walk out of here and go play against a
2: 24, 25, 26-year-old. Uh, it's not going to hardly happen. We had Chase Brewster in your seat a few months ago, and he basically said that's kind of his job is to help you find your fit. And I know he takes money from parents and all. That's kind of the norm now. These academies now, these summer teams, I've had the conversation with John McClure multiple times, they don't even come see his kids play in season.
1: No. I uh, coach McClure for the last well, up until I got rid of the America, well, turned the American mm-hmm. Legion team over to Booger. I kept Coach McClure up on the recruiting of Texas high players. Yeah, college coaches do not talk to high school coaches. Nope. I mean, you got some young guys. That's like following them. They still have, they're still connected. Function. You know, those guys are young. They're still connected. But most college coaches do not talk to high school coaches in regards to recruiting. Um, it's their summer coaches. It's the guys that's over the academies or the like Chase. You know, that's
2: who they talk to. And, you know, going back to the other side of it, you've got college coaches, I don't care what the sport is, they're going to tell you, you need to let me know. You need to commit to me. I know I like the idea of staying free agent as long as you can, but they're in your ear telling you the music's going to stop, you're not going to have a chair, you know, this offer's good today, or I'll move on to my next thing on the list tomorrow. I know these kids and their families hear that. That's
1: only if you're one of the top guys. Only if they want you. If they if you're not the top guy and you're not the guy they want, then they're telling you, we're making you this offer, but you are not commi- You can't commit.
0: They're non-committable offers. We'll get back to you on it.
1: Yeah, offers, that's what that is. Offers today are more about potential than it is about, we want you to come play for us. We see something in you. We think you may be able to grow into the type of person, the type of player we want you to be. So we want to make you an offer now.
0: If, yeah. I'm a, if I'm a kid in Texarkana and I watch what happened last week to J.M. Long, I'm freaking out. I realize, because he's, obviously he's one of the probably top five, six baseball players in town for his class. But he, listen
1: to what you just said. You said he's probably one of the top five or six in his class in, in town. town. Yeah. Right. But you're going to a top-tier university. Oh, no question. You no said question.
0: in town.
1: To go to Texas Tech- you need to be like the top two or three in the state of texas yeah not not, not just your town and that's what we're overlooking
0: yeah that's a good Even point with
1: our american legion team you know i would have kids come over from small schools that were good players you know you could come over from from redwater Hooks Mall or something great player
0: on their team and you're an average player on our team yeah well, that's a great point that's a great point. Kevin Sutton uh, in here with us this afternoon. And and I think that's part of our blinders have on. You know, we had a chance to go down with Liberty Island and watch the state baseball tournament. And the kid that was uh, playing catcher, I can't for remember what he was. For Sinton, who got drafted in the first round by Kansas City. You know, we're watching this kid and just kind of going, okay, well, how good is he? We only got a small sample size. Got to watch him play one yeah, we game.
2: Turn on a baseball, almost killed the first baseman. That's coach, right. And we got oh, okay.
0: You 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 get a real quick look at holy cow. That's a, the 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 pyramid that we're talking about. About how good you are to get drafted in the first round. How good you are to get a Division One starting spot. How good you are to be on a Division One roster. I'm starting to slide down we have a false sense of how good our kids are. Maybe yes. because we only have the blinders on about what we see and in town, I'll go back to it. He's probably one of the top five or six kids in town in that class, but you make a great point. The Texas tech or university of Texas or university of Arkansas elite programs can pick through everybody in the country, mm-hmm. not just in Texarkana.
1: And that's, that's what I've always told my kids and their parents. It's like, um, Texas Tech is not looking for a good player. We, Tech, Universal Texas, Universal Arkansas, they're not looking for good players. Yeah. There's good players everywhere. They're looking for the best. They're looking for great players. And that's who they're going to choose from. All right. So you got to kind of weigh who you are, what you are, and and get in where you fit in, which is always our Bulldog philosophy. Get in where you fit in. I had a lot of people ask me, why are you signing to go D1? I said, because you're not a D1 baseball player. Right. You know, oh, yeah, he could have played for Arkansas. No, he couldn't. Mm-hmm. He's not good enough to play for Universal Arkansas. You know, he got in where but he fit in, and he had thing. to work to, to get on the field there. You know,
2: that's the hardest thing for a parent to to admit and embrace. It's the
1: parents. I, my wife gets mad at me when I say this, but it's, I heard Carpenter say it's more about the daddies, but in baseball, it's the mamas. You can love <laughs> your kids so much that you hurt them. And I see that in baseball. We've had kids miss out on scholarship opportunities when I was over American Legion because mama thought they were better than the offers that they were getting. And then you end up not playing baseball at all. Well, that's two
0: hard conversations. All those offers get pulled. That's two hard conversations. That's one somebody's got to have with parents, and that's one that parents have to have with their kids. Mm -hmm. That's two real hard conversations to have. And
2: parents are investing a lot of money in it. Yes. I mean, it's such a huge investment now because you feel like if you don't invest, your kid's going to fall behind. And uh, it, it's just a tough call. I mean, the old days, of we all grew up in Little League and mm-hmm. went to the next level. and But now that is not the case yeah, anymore.
1: I can tell you, you have to play travel ball if you think you're going to play baseball at the next level. You have yeah. to play travel ball at seven, eight, nine years old if you're going <laughs> to play on the high school team. And mom yeah, and dad are putting out that couple thousand dollars a summer. Mom and dad have to be realistic though that your kid may get a scholarship offer to go play baseball. And his scholarship offer may be $500 a semester.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Invest that money in college. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, well, thanks for uh, gutting me here. <laughs> it's just so disappointing, but here we are. I mean, this is this was a real good example. We hate it for, for JM. We hate it for the Long family. And and for the folks who are supporters, we, we you know, saw how people jumped to his defense and, and really took the university to task on the fact that they did this. But you know, we had Ben Harmon in a couple summers ago and Ben was maybe gonna go to the University of Texas and last minute, that offer got pulled off at the you know eleventh yeah, hour.
1: That same summer Ben played third base for me all summer. Right. And then after that he got the supposedly offered to Texas. Right. And then not. <laughs> it's if you talk to some of the coaches, I, I've talked to a lot of coaches, um, it's a numbers game. You, you take somebody as simple as ETBU, all right? ETBU, 1,500 students, but 120 kids on the football team. That's over 10% of their school population. That's just that's on the football
2: team. That's you have a football team, Kevin. That's – say that again? That's
1: why, that's you, why you, have you have a football, exactly. football team. Exactly. That's, that's how that they mean, bring money in. Well, yes. the, the universities are doing the same thing. You Right out here in town, right down the street That's, in the area, look, we—I don't—I need—I need thirty baseball players. I need about twelve position players, and I need the rest to be pictures. Right. But I got sixty people on my roster
2: because it increases I your them population. In. Yeah, it increases your student population, and many of them are Pell eligible. And if they're not Pell eligible, we can get them on an academic ride. But either way, we can get more folks in the classroom, more folks in the dorm rooms and we've got more students coming to my college
1: more money that's all it comes down to is money and if if that when that president tells that head coach hey we need 60 guys bring in 60 guys I don't care if you're not gonna play but 30 bringing right. 60 guys yep because those 30 may be at my university for the next four or five years that brings in millions of dollars
2: well I used to I used to go to an AP conference and college admissions guys use the term vanity scholarship <laughs> that's right it's right. it's great. You can tell everybody, Aunt Sue and Uncle Bill, Joe and Sue's your own scholarship.
1: Yeah. My my advice, just based on my say seven plus years of experience doing this, to baseball people out there, baseball moms and dad, go evaluate the talent at all divisions. See where your child fits in. Go to a school that offers him some money. Don't don't walk on. Your chances are very slim. Right. Don't believe in a preferred walk on. Your chances are very slim. You just may be that vanity guy. And you most likely you will be. Hmm. Go where you fit. Go where you fit in. Go where you got a chance to play. You know. I think you. One of y'all mentioned earlier today about wanting to watch your kid play or see you yeah. just see. It's when It's my the son, hardest
2: thing to say goodbye yep. to. It,
1: look, when my son left Texas High after playing sports his whole year, whole career, left Texas High, I went to Louisiana Tech as an equipment guy my wife and I sat down to watch ESPN and watch Louisiana Tech football just to see him catch on the, the, the sideline pulling, <laughs> pulling up the, the goalpost net or bringing <laughs> drinks or you know just to see just to see him on the sideline
2: I, you I know? do the same thing now if my son goes to a PJ event I try to catch him in the crowd yeah,
0: right. <laughs> yeah, <that's right>. yeah. <laughs> we are a couple weeks away from football what, what do you got going on for uh, high school football TXK sports i am right now today i spent most of time working on
1: credentials (laughs) so i got credentials to to get into the places i need to be but i've been around i've I've seen a couple teams i know texas high just had their first official practice today and media day today so i didn't go out to watch them but um, i'm seeing a little bit of arkansas high
0: and um a little bit of liberty i it's
1: it's gonna be an interesting year
0: bopping around getting ready yeah Okay. We'll keep an eye on you in the sideline. We'll Uh, see if we can't see you when we watch. uh, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Kevin Sutton, great seeing you. We're going to take a break. We'll come right back. It is uh, about 17 minutes till six, leaving the yard. Zach and the professor on the fan, 1079. We're coming right back. All righty, welcome back. It's about 13 minutes till 6 o'clock, leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor here on the Fan 107. I appreciate Kevin Sutton hanging out with us this afternoon. Tomorrow morning, 7 o'clock, it'll be time for the Power Hour as the superstars of Earl Gill, Tyler Huffleby. occupy in the studio and spinning some knowledge into the mic
2: it will and uh, i'll be sleeping in <laughs> i'll
0: be up at work tomorrow morning oh well boo i'll be sleeping in Did I mentioned that part of the equation yeah appreciate you uh cowboy news real quickly uh auditioning for a kicker really if you happen to want to be a kicker you might have a chance to catch on with jerry's team they uh released today tristan uh, viscaino the supposedly guy who they had planned was going to take over for uh, Brett Maher after they waived him and he's not in dinner.
2: practice. No, we, we no, put a uniform on him and made him kick the
0: ball. He didn't do all yeah, that. Yeah, really. it wasn't pretty. So. It's funny
2: they kept the other kid who didn't do a whole lot better. Aubrey? Yeah.
0: Yeah, well, I think they're giving him another week. Yeah. And, uh, well, they're
2: going to have to have somebody in preseason games to kick That'll guy. be the guy,
0: Aubrey. <laughs> they're going to give Aubrey his chance this week, and then Monday they'll release him. And they'll try to sign one of the veterans that's probably sitting out there. Well, Although, out Robbie there. Gould's out there. Mason Crosby's out yeah. there. They've got a couple guys. Oh, those guys? Old. Mason Crosby's in gray since he was 25. <laughs> yeah, he's been around since the, what, Packers' 2010 yeah. Super Bowl. So he's got to be 35 is or 36. Is guy? I don't know if that's where yeah. he played or not. But, Either
2: way, those guys have been around a while.
0: Yeah, Cowboys looking for a kicker today, which is, you know, I'd say it's it's – Scary news, but Jerry, you kind of play loose with kickers. He's going to fall in love with some guy who's got a big leg that probably kicked a seventy-yarder with a win behind him in some, you know, Mountain West game, and that's going to be your guy.
2: But the irony is, you know, he had the leading scorer in the league last yes, year. Yes, he did.
0: And then we he had one bad game. A, choked up
2: in the playoff. Yeah, or a week four playoff was it? Nope. Week one in the playoffs.
0: Yeah, no, it was the he. he Poorly in the playoffs, yeah. yeah.
2: And he canned him all season. Yes. Yeah. You're right. Jared is not value kicker.
0: No. Never has. And it may come back to bite him. If this becomes a team that's competitive and needing a big kick and an end of a, of a game to secure something, They may come back to bite him. But Vizcaino's out, and uh, Aubrey's the guy for this week, and we'll see what happens next week. Is this as the Cowboys' turn continues. Uh, Speaking of soap operas, there are words that started coming out of the uh, middle of the afternoon from the ACC, which makes perfect sense. The Atlantic Coast Conference is supposedly going to reach out to the folks in Stanford and at the University of California to join their conference. I mean, they are an Atlantic Coast school over on the Pacific.
2: Did you hear my proposal this morning for Stanford did, and Cal?
0: No, I did not.
2: If I'm the folks at Rice and SMU, okay. I, I call up Stanford and Cal and say, hey, come to Dallas, meet with us, let's get the four military academies in here, and let's create an Elite Eight where we are a academic-based, academically-driven conference. And let's talk to the folks at Apple who have money to give away. Let's talk about maybe creating a Thursday night football league or a Tuesday night football league. And uh, let's let's think outside the
0: box. Their problem is for Stanford in particular. They've got such a huge athletic yes. department. Yes. They, How are they going to finance this? Somebody's going to. They're going to have to start scaling back. Did
2: I mention Apple?
0: Yeah, No, but they're, they're going to have no, to scale no, back. No,
2: no, no, you don't. Yeah. No, no. I'm telling you, this is a good deal for Apple. This would be a good Why? deal. Why? Why? Well, look at your top performing U.S. corporations. Apple's like three or four right now.
0: How is this a good deal for them?
2: They've got money to throw. They need programming. They need programming. You're me that you don't have built-in audiences with the four military academies
0: you do they're uh, not big but you have them
2: but anybody's ever been in the Army with for army they don't their t-shirt fans <laughs> are real supporters they've been in the Navy they've been in the Air Force you've got four academic schools which SMU is the least of but they bring you Dallas Rice brings you a Houston TV Market. Stanford brings you, you know. Northern California. Northern California. Cal brings you northern to central California. These are people, alumni with deep pockets. I think Mm -hmm. this is a marriage that could work.
0: Well, you're right about having to think outside the box, and this is an outside-the-box proposal. It's not as crazy as the ACC calling you. Thank you. Thank you. That, to me, is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. You're never going to
2: get... Vandy to leave the SEC, no. there's too much money. Even though Northwestern should seriously consider this as an alternative, if you want to repair your image as an institution. Oh,
0: that's a great point. That's a great point. You
2: could compete in this conference. You've just seen the only way you can compete in the Big Ten. Well. Is in such a way that it brings embarrassment upon your university.
0: I don't think that's the only way you could compete in the Big Ten. I think they it's the went rails with, they, they let. It was the only way. If they let things get out of control and didn't because keep desperate to compete. But see, I don't think that's true. I mean, I, I think they'd like to compete, yes, but I don't think the behavior of the kids and the hazing they did is the only way Northwestern could compete. But I do agree with. Was successful. I do agree with the academia at Northwestern ought to be saying this cost is too much could, for our university. Yes. And sure, we're not going to get any more out of this, and at least well, not in, not in right. comparison to the Big Ten You're deal. Not, but I'm telling you,
2: Apple money spends well.
0: No, I get. It. I, I, I would. I would fully agree with Northwestern making that kind of decision. You're right. Vandy's never going to leave the SEC yeah. just because. Why would you? Because uh, they don't mind
2: being a doormat. And they, the money's good. And they're good in. They're baseball schools in that conference by the way they feel the same way
0: and they're good in baseball <laughs> yeah. and why it's not the
2: premier baseball conference
0: and that's them right now but uh, the acc thinking about this the, without a dance partner right now and supposedly they're all four sticking together washington state oregon state the two california schools are supposedly saying we're sticking together and that's a nice thing to say and until
2: just uh, apple yeah, until, says,
0: until somebody calls with a big number yeah. and you go, Well, you know what? Yeah. I like those guys up in Oregon and Washington, yeah. but not that much. Yeah. The, the conference has fallen apart from what was Colorado leaving two weeks ago or isn't 10 it, days ago.
2: Isn't to it just so Dion could get back to a recruiting base, it killed an entire conference. The
0: entire conference. Well, n- not just Dion, although he certainly is a part of this, but the fact that ESPN put the screws to the Big Ten about Oregon and Washington right now. Because even with Colorado out, if they'd have lost USC and Colorado and UCLA and kept the others together and could have maybe added a San Diego State in, they could have held this thing together. But ESPN got in, in the Big Ten's ear and said,
2: We'd like more audience.
0: like more audience in Portland and Seattle. Yeah. Throw the bone out to those guys and see if they're interested. After Colorado went first, you're not the bad guy anymore. Yeah. Let's see what happens. And now the entire conference is yeah. falling apart because the Big 12, the Big 12 outmaneuvered the, the Pac-12 yeah. because a Pac-12 was slow 15 years ago instead of going after Texas and Oklahoma well, probably they when they went had after a window. Them, they,
2: Texas turned them down.
0: Well, I don't know. They went after they them went as hard them. as they could have. They but went either, after them. either way, the conference is now stuck with this.
2: The conference's biggest problem is their time zone and they haven't figured out a way to fix it. You know how you fix it put it on a week night and get your night of the week.
0: Well, and you and we're talking about football, but the, That's all that matters. It's but it's not. Stanford's been amazing in women's basketball. What yes. happens to Stanford? They'll have a conference. Where? So, I, I think they join the Mountain West. I think I if and if I'm if I'm the football guys, I think I'm starting to become creative like Notre Dame was. Yeah. Put together your military And let the let the other sports play in the Mountain West.
2: This Stanford can play an independent football schedule.
0: Sure, they could. They could be Notre Dame.
2: Yeah, they could be Notre Dame.
0: But but their other sports have to stay in something close to home for them. I don't know what it does to the does does Stanford's women's basketball program continue to get the kind of talent they get as a Mountain West team. We saw Gonzaga as a men's team do well. Yeah,
2: they can. Gonzaga does fine, and they get the kind of talent they get because they're Stanford. Yes, they get the pick of the litter. Because they Stanford.
0: We are at a place now where the SEC is calling Stanford and Cal. Yeah. And I think their move here is it it placates Florida State and keeps Florida State happy because, look, we're going to expand to here, yeah. and that's going to get us more money. And uh, yeah. It's exhausting. Uh,
2: Florida State should never sign the deal where their buyout so big.
0: Well, they're all in it. Yeah, They're but, all stuck for years, State, 10, 12, what, 12 years? Florida
2: State would have made sense in the SEC – have they not signed the deal well so with north carolina or virginia not nearly as much as florida I state know.
0: i don't know all i know is the crazy has blown up now and well, we're another conference we have a we have a conference that's basically dead
2: yeah it's and, the power four now yeah there's no more terminology no power five it died that's, this that's weekend
0: true. good point what does the ACC do next? I mean, for them to even be picking up the phone and calling Stanford, so, Cald-
2: feeling uncomfortable.
0: Yes, you and and we know the Big Ten covets North Carolina and Virginia. We know the SEC has flirted with Florida State. I, it's big money to get out of that contract. But if one of them, if they, if they go to court and challenge it, can the conference hold those schools to that contract? With the landscape, I think that's they changed. can. But
2: the curiosity to me is, as the three of them sit around today, or uh, you know, and it's really four of them now. I, I'm gonna give the Big Twelve the benefit of the doubt. Sit around today and cast lots. That uh, does this give SEC six teams in a 12-team playoff? They were gonna get five anyway.
0: No, I don't think it does
2: who gets that
0: I, I don't I think no I think uh, the big ten just if they added Oregon and Washington like we think I think they added themselves another spot. That's possible because I don't think anything that's happened here. the schools that are left behind weren't gonna have any spots. Yeah. The schools that got added to the big 12 weren't gonna add any spots. Yeah. It was going to be Oregon potentially that was going to be another playoff team. I think the big ten gets another one. I think it's probably a five maybe a five five and two three two one. It may be that. It may be 5-3-2-1. It could be 5-5-1-1 five five, one one at you. It could be that. Well, where's Notre Dame? they got to have one. Don't forget them. Who? Exactly. We're out of time. Back tomorrow. We'll talk volleyball tomorrow. Tamu Coach Madeline Hulford, and a couple of her players going to be in studio with us tomorrow. You guys take care. Appreciate Kevin Sutton hanging out. Leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor on the fan. 107.9.